Thanks. <laughs> Thank you so much. Now, Jess, we didn't do this on the show because I made a point of it. Matt said today, September 19th, is International Talk Like a Pirate Day. Oh, don't So wait. just to fill his little cup up. <laughs> Yo-ho-ho, Matty. Ho-yar-he-hoo. Yar-yar. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Jess, in pirate accent, can you tell us what the letter for Alpha Bucks is tomorrow? Your letter B. The letter H. Or ho-ho-ho. Santa. Harry. <laughs> I've gone to Hagrid. I'm, I'm, I'm morphed into Hagrid. Harry. <laughs> Harry, you're a wizard, Harry. Stop. It's not talk like idiot day. Just a pirate. So um, there you go. Matt gets his fix. We tell you what the letter is. Use it tomorrow to win $1,000 playing Alpha Bucks. It's going to be a short week of podcasts. So this is three top quality high-octane potties from Tim and Jim. I don't even know if we're going to have enough to make a leftover breakfast podcast. Oh, no, I'll find it. Yeah? I'll figure it out. Okay. Don't Don't you worry. I won't worry. I got you. Okay, thank you. But also, just don't be don't be disappointed if there isn't one. <laughs> Surprise! Well, enjoy the podcast. <laughs> Get that fun feeling in the morning with Tim and Jess. It is Hip Breakfast with Tim and Jess this morning, and tonight is a big night for lots of Australians who are keen to catch a glimpse of the Queen's funeral, which is happening, obviously, over in the UK, Jess. A lot of this is very unprecedented, Tim. Uh, It hasn't happened in our lifetime yet for a lot of people. Luckily, this morning, we have someone on the phone now who can kind of walk us all through what's going on tonight. That's Bronte Coy from news.com.au, the Royal Reporter. You are live in the UK this morning. Good morning, Bronte. It must be a pretty wild... um, experience for you over there in the UK at the moment? Wild is absolutely one word for it. It's it's really, really hard to convey in words what it's like actually being here because I've been here for the last week or actually nine days and so I've been out in the crowds which are building every single day. Westminster already two days ago was absolutely packed and that's where the funeral is going to be happening. There's just this unbelievable vibe and everyone wants to be involved and people are just streaming into London at the moment. So talk us through what the next 24, 48 hours is going to look like. What's next for the Queen? So at the moment, the Queen is lying in state still in Westminster Hall where she's been for four days. And that's what you've seen on TV with all those massive queues um, of people lining up for hours, including David Beckham, by the way. He's lined up for like 14 hours. Amazing. Absolutely Um, obsessed with the queue. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, apparently it's a lot of fun there. They're all sharing snacks and stuff. So I don't know. There's a lot of camaraderie. But basically that will finish up. I think they're going to cut it off pretty soon, actually, but that'll finish up morning our time over here, so in the coming hours. And then the Queen will be moved from Westminster Hall, which is across the road pretty much from Westminster Abbey. She'll be moved in a procession at around 8 o'clock your time there tonight. She'll be moved to Westminster Abbey where all the world leaders will be. Everyone will be gathered. We'll see the royal family taking her over. And then, of course, we have the service. And then there's so much pomp and ceremony around this. It really is a whole thing. Um, So then she gets taken after that from Westminster Abbey to Wellington Arch, which is in the centre of London. After that, she gets moved into that hearse that you keep seeing on the TV where it's got the clear windows, you know, and you can see the coffin. She then will be taken to uh, Windsor Castle to the same chapel where Harry and Meghan got married, so you'll probably recognise that. And then she gets interred, and then there's a private burial tonight with her family, and then finally she will be buried with Prince Philip. From what we've seen on television and what you're describing, it's almost like a scene from a movie or a, yeah. or a television show mm. because it's not something like like we've been speaking a lot about, and I'm sure you're, you're well aware, Bronte, that mm. in our generation since 1953 we haven't kind of seen anything like this. Is there anything that we're going to see that's kind of like like when we're talking super traditionalism, like is, are we going to be seeing something that's kind of 
almost going to keep people in awe during the Queen Elizabeth II's funeral. Yeah, one of the amazing things is I think that back home, we, we see it on TV, but it's so diff- different when you see it in person, is you've got the yeomen, which are those guys with the, with, for want of a better word, to us Australians, they're the guys with the funny hats and, the, and they're quite bright red outfits. And then you've got the beef eaters and everything. And seeing them in person and the way, like it's very solemn the way that they're guarding their queen. But watching the changing of the guards and them moving along the processions with her, the only word I can think of really, it's very unreal to see it. It doesn't, it looks like a movie. But you're seeing it play out in person. And as you just mentioned before, it hasn't happened in our lifetime. The last monarch that died was, was Elizabeth's father, which was in the 50s, as you said. And also that clearly wasn't in a time when there's, you know, the social media age, so we're all sending Twitter videos and and it's the 24-hour news cycle, so we're getting all this coverage of it. It's truly just a massive event on the scale that we have never, ever seen before. Bronte, what's the feeling like in London at the moment? Uh, is it a, a sense of celebration of the Queen's life or is everyone super devastated? Like in Australia, obviously, uh, there's that connection, but in the UK and in London in particular, it's it's a different world. I'll try to be respectful to the royal fans here in the way that I say this, but the best way I can describe it is my picture of this before would be you get those people that turn up for any royal event that are, you know, dressed in the Union Jacks and you kind of think of them as sort of royal nutters. You know what I mean? You see them on TV, you know, for the weddings and stuff. This isn't that. This is everybody. This is literally everybody. Everybody is involved. Everybody is sad. Everybody's actually sharing in their grief. It is sad, but it's also this incredible sense of community, which, you know, you're seeing, as we've mentioned in the lines, that everyone's sharing snacks and sharing blankets and holding the line while they go to the bathroom together. And they're all talking about the Queen. It's it's not just those, you know, real royal fans. It's, it's literally an old man and it's a little kid and it's everybody just taking part in the same event, which is why it's so incredible to witness. There is just an absolute cross-section of society. Bronte Coy, news.com.au's Royal Reporter. We really appreciate you joining us live from London this morning. You can head to news.com.au for all your royal coverage. Thank you very much, Bronte. Oh, thanks, guys. If you do want to watch the Queen's funeral, uh, you can tune in live on ABC News. Uh, They'll be broadcasting the funeral live from 8 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time, and it's also available on ABC iView. Show with Tim and Jess. We are asking on 131060, if you're running any fast food restaurant, what would you bring back? A food item for one day. Maybe mm. it literally was only at Hungry Jack's for a week. Maybe it was something in the lead up to a World Cup many, many years ago. And you go, why would you take that off the menu? And it's always like the best things. And they go, oh, limited time only. And you're like, mm. just keep it. Because we just spoke about this before. KFC made their McDonald's version of the McFlurry a crusher, right? Yeah. And apparently that doesn't exist anymore. It's like It was more like a thick shake than it was an oh. ice cream, the crushers. Do you know, like Macca's in America, they used to do pizzas. They used to do their yeah. version of spaghettis. Like... I would be, I want to bring that back so I can taste it though. Um, Hungry Jack's chicken fries. Do you remember the chicken fries? No. They're like chicken nuggets, but in the shape of like I, I, chips. Chicken fries is yeah. pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> <laughs> so where did those go? <laughs> I appreciate you helping us get there. That was, You're welcome. That was good. Um, <laughs> all right, let's hit the phones. Travis in Mildura, what fast food item do you want to see brought back? Uh, KFC had a little uh, little chicken fillet that come with a ham and cheese built into it. Ham and cheese <laughs> built into it? Yeah, it was all crumbed into it. Do you remember oh. what it was called? The name of it, but it was a little sliver of chicken fillet with ham and cheese all crumbed. Oh, my God. So kind of like a chicken Kiev almost? <laughs> yeah, yeah, a bit like that basically, but with ham and cheese built into the centre of it. it was, yeah, it was mm. Yes, KFC, bring when, that when, back. When do you think like time-wise this was, Trav? Uh, probably around uh, the uh, early 2000s, I think okay. it was. 
Okay, right. interested. Yep. All right, thanks, Trav. See, I was talking to Matt about this. Uh, Subway used to do a chicken parmigiana sub. And you can make it, but you have to build it yourself Yeah, now. they don't do it just up. And, it, and it, t- it takes time, I tell you what. Uh, <laughs> Greg in Albury on 131060, what's a fast food item or an item you'd like to see brought back? I'd love to see the Magnum Seven Deadly Sins come back. Seven Deadly Sins? Is that okay. seven different types of ice cream in one bar? Uh, no, it's seven d- different ice creams, all um, named after the Seven Deadly Sins. So oh. I think it was the late, late 90s, early 2000s. <laughs> I just remember going to the local takeaway shop and getting some hot chips and a drink, and you'd either get like a great ice cream wow. or vanity, lust, <laughs> jealousy. Oh my, yes, gluttony, vanity, yes. sloth. <laughs> These look incredible. So, there was se- so is it a box of seven different ice creams? Is that what you're saying, Greg? No, they're individually sold um, at your oh. local takeaway shop. So you could have, like, like you go back constantly because you want to try all the flavours. That's how they get you. They should absolutely it's bring the, these back. It's the Pokemon cards theory, Jess. you got to catch Yum. them all. That's incredible. Luke in Wodonga, what's an item you want to see brought back? Um, the McFlurry bubblegum from McDonald's. Oh, that was the one that had the little marsh- the mini marshmallows in it, right, Luke? <laughs> You could get it on the Sundays as well. But even like the Sundays was just good right. if you didn't like the marshmallows. Okay. Oh, See, Luke, yeah. I only had Matt introduced me to McFlurries, what, four years ago, Jess? Yeah. And yep. honestly, since then. But you only get the M&M. Yeah, I get M&M, <laughs> maybe with a bit of Oreo in it. But yeah, so it's a bubblegum flavoured Yeah, topping. it was like a blue syrup, right, Luke? Okay. Yeah, it was just like heaven. It was just heaven. <laughs> just <laughs> like heaven. <laughs> All right, finally, uh, Carly in Castlemaine on thirteen ten sixty. What is a fast food item you'd like to see brought back to the menu? Definitely the crushes. Right. right. Okay. Was there a particular flavour, Carly? Uh, the choc mint, yeah. Choc mint. Oh, you've not won Tim over with that. <laughs> no, I just think I, we were talking about <laughs> lust and the seven deadly yeah. sins, the, way, the tone in your voice, Carly. <laughs> that was definitely lust. Tim and Jess on hit. Over the weekend, Channel 9 made a huge announcement um, of their 2023 lineup. They had what's called upfronts in the industry, which oh, is fun. where they do a presentation of what's to come for the next year. And. There are a couple of shows that have been left off their list, Tim. Mm-hmm. So uh, things we won't see returning in 2023, according to these things. Uh, Ninja Warrior, not coming back. I did see that. Uh, Celebrity Apprentice was off the list as well. And Beauty and the Geek. Good. I really dislike Beauty and the Geek. It's such a vapid <laughs> show. I hate it. I guess all three of those shows uh, didn't rate as well this year, so they have been dropped from the lineup. Things that we will see coming, making a comeback. Love Island is making a comeback. Married at First Sight will be oh, making a comeback. for my sound effects. There we go. <laughs> Lego Masters will be also making a comeback. I like that you still refuse to believe that that show is is good quality. Oh, I, I didn't say it was. What do you call quality. it behind the scenes? Nerdmasters. Unbelievable. <laughs> Just the most they popular show. They can be show nerds on... and it can be popular at the same time. It, apparently it's the most popular show on Channel 9. It's bizarre. Also, The Block is making a comeback. That makes um, sense. There are a couple of new shows uh, and Channel 9 are really doubling down on the shows that are working for them. Because The Block is so successful, they've got a block uh, like breakout reality show. Uh, Shayna Blaze is going to be hosting Country Home Rescue, which is going to be... Oh, they just fix up old shindigs and I that I guess kind of so, stuff. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking for the shed instead yeah. of the block. It's just... 
and then they do like the the, the study, and then they, I think they could really just go do a television show on each room mm. now. Keeping up with the um the dating reality shows, uh, that, as well as Married at First Sight, they're going to be doing a new show called My Mum Your Dad, hosted by Kate Langbrook. And essentially, it's going to reunite uh, unite older single parents looking for love a second time around, and they're going to be chaperoned oh. on their dates by their adult children. Nah, I like that. So, like, <laughs> I like that. That's funny. <laughs> Your it dad dating sounds, my mum. It sounds so like year nine insult. Your mum. <laughs> my mum. Your dad. Your dad. Like. <laughs> It's a great name, though. And Kate Langbrook's going to be hosting, which is interesting because she does a lot of Channel 10 shows at yeah. the moment. So it's not clear whether she'll be um, able to keep her contract with 10 or not. Oh, but um, I'm scooped in, man. She is, yeah, going to host My Mum, Your Dad next year <laughs> on Channel 9. Best name for it. <laughs> so that's that's everything for Channel Nine next that's year. That's it. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll get the upfronts from the other t- um, stations very very soon. The Hit Breakfast Show with Tim and Jess. This is Hit. We are talking about emotional support water bottles. Yeah. Apparently, this is becoming a very growing trend. A lot of people rely on their water bottles. Would you believe it's millennials? Yeah. Millennials Shock. love their water bottles. Oh, I love a, I love a good water bottle, though. It is, we were talking earlier, it's like an emotional support blanket mm-hmm. that kids have, but this is what we do as adults. We have a water bottle that we like and we yeah. get attached to. We clean it. We take a lot of care of it. We make sure it's always full of water. And if something happens to it, God forbid, it can actually really trigger mm-hmm. people's mental health. I've had the same water bottle for longer than I've had my boyfriend. <laughs> That's how attached I am to Who it. Who helps you more? <laughs> the water bottle. The water bottle. <laughs> and that's why we offered, wanted to offer a space on 131060 where you call up, tell us about your water bottle. Mm-hmm. We want to hear about it. I've got a water bottle that I like. It's glass. It, I, I can put my teeth on it. It's like good. Like when I put it on the bench, I can oh. like, I do this. Yeah. Like I'll show you. Nah, I'd rather you didn't. So I'll just sit and I'll do this. <laughs> oh, God. And then that's, yeah. Yeah. Nice. And it's got a cow on it. <laughs> That's why I love my water bottle. It doesn't really have a cow in it. Yeah, look. Oh, get out. It does too. So this is radio, though. Sorry yeah. about that. Uh, <laughs> Tracy in Albury, tell us about your water bottle. Hi. Um, my my water bottle, it is a plastic one with a straw, and it's like my favourite my favorite thing ever. Yeah. So did you go um, through a bit of trial and error? Because like, I, I tried a yeah. few water bottles before I settled on the one that I like now. Yeah, so I'm quite clumsy, so I, I could never do a glass one. Right, yep. So they, they just, they scare me. I think I would just drop it and then I'd be heartbroken. I, I tell you what, I, I was of the same feeling and then I, my one is glass, but it's got a rubber bum. So, and that's where I normally <laughs> drop it. It's always on the bum and now it doesn't break because of the rubber bum. Yeah. Well, I, I really like that mine has like this built in straw. Cause like whenever I'm nervous, I can just chew on it. Yeah. Nice. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Is it, is the, is the water bottle kind of like, it's like dating. Like, it's like, yeah, I'm trialing, like I'm going to the clubs, I'm trying out plastics, yeah. I'm trying out ones with straws. <laughs> and then when the find you, you find the one you love, that's, that's your partner. And that's, that's what you feel safe with. Right. Yeah. Is it one of those uh, ones that has the, the times of how, the, how much you're supposed to drink trace? No, <laughs> no, no, okay. it, no. Like it, it's a pretty common looking water bottle, but like, it's just, it's my water. It's yeah, it's yours. Yeah. Hey, we're not here. It's don't, common. No, no, judgment. no, It's beautiful to you and that's all it needs to be, <laughs> Trace. So we appreciate your call. Yeah. yeah. So you can hear in her voice, Jess. You can hear in <laughs> Trace's voice that she clearly cares about her water bottle. It's been there for her mm-hmm. in times of thirst. 
in times of need, like all of our water bottles have been. <laughs> I didn't think we'd be talking about no, water bottles. No, honestly, like I didn't this. think either. And I know it was my idea. The Hit Breakfast Show with Tim and Jess. Ah, the essence of Tim and Jess. Ah, oh, Tim, what a journey it's been over the last couple of weeks. Mate, uh, making 1,000 air fresheners, over-ordering them, that's on me. But you know what's also on me? Giving away a year's worth of fuel. What a yeah. legend. It all started <laughs> when I chucked a tantrum uh, in a car shop just a few weeks ago, Tim. Uh, bought a disgusting air freshener that my I made my partner buy for me. Mm-hmm. And it turned into this beautiful thing where, yes, if you got your hands on a Tim and Jess air freshener, then you are in the draw to win a year's worth of fuel. $100 a week yeah. for a whole year. If you haven't seen fuel prices lately, um, you must be so wealthy that it doesn't flip on your radar. <laughs> but honestly, on, you drive past the petrol station, you see the green lights of how much petrol costs or diesel or whatever, and it's just like, oof, it's yeah. the first thing I feel. So we wanted to eliminate that oof from your day by giving you Specifically, we'll go to the nuts and bolts of this. $5,200 this morning. $100 a week for 52 weeks, a calendar year. We had hundreds of entries Mate. at hit.com.au. If you picked up a Tim and Jess air freshener, congratulations. Yeah. Uh, the scented Osmanthus smell is probably still permeating around you. Yeah, I know. Huge word. Now, it is, it's is—it's fancy apricot, let's be real. Uh-huh. We've seen, literally, like you said, Jess, hundreds of these entries come through. We've got a randomizer computer. We're not going to say this person's name. All we're going to do is put their phone number into the system, give them a call, and let them know that them getting their hands on a Timmy Jess air freshener has won them a year's worth of free fuel. Hello? Hello, is that Anne-Marie from uh, Bendigo? Yes. Hey, uh, Anne-Marie, it's Tim and Jess here. Good morning. Good morning. (laughs) Now, uh, how are and, you? <laughs> good, mate. You know, it, it's good for a morning. But um, uh, now, uh, first question, uh, Anne Marie. Uh, yes. Uh, where are you right now? Are you near your Tim and Jess air freshener that you got from the Hit Squad uh, in the last couple of weeks? Oh, look, I wish I was, but I'm actually um, walking in Roslyn Park at the moment. Oh, lovely. Beautiful. I'm surprised you wouldn't take it with you. It seems like a natural <laughs> place to take a car air freshener. <laughs> And Marina, well, I've, I've got a class full of students with me. Oh, you're kidding! <laughs> All okay. right. Well, we'll we'll make sure that this class walk is a successful one because Jess has some very good news for you, yeah, Anne Marie. Uh, Anne Marie, um, hang, hang on, I'm going to put you on speaker. <laughs> Anne Marie, uh, we want to give you a year's worth of fuel. Oh, Emery, you have won the year's worth of fuel, $100 for 52 weeks to fill up your car, your school bus, maybe take the kids back to school with all that fuel. Oh, my God, that's fantastic. Thank you so much. Emery, what type of car do you have? Is it petrol? Is it diesel? Are you on LPG? It's a, it's a petrol car. It's okay, a petrol car. Great. Okay. And so what do you think of your, your Tim and Jess air freshener now? Has it just started smelling a little bit sweeter? Oh, it smells so great. And, you know, you guys look, just look so adorable of it. Oh, <laughs> Emery, thank you so much. Do you want to uh, do a shout-out for your class while you're there? Yeah, do you want to do a shout-out, guys? Say hi to If you're listening, make sure you thank Miss Anne-Marie and tell her congratulations. She's just won a year's worth of fuel thanks to the Tim and Jess air fresheners. Thank you very much. I'm so excited. (laughs) That was Tim and Jess's podcast.